There's uh, one word that is mentioned in all four of our scripture readings for Mass today. What is it? Well, get yourself a Bible and a coffee, and I'll tell you. Ninety percent of what we fear never happens. So why do we fear? I have a fear of aggressive dogs stemming from having been bit twice as a young boy about, you know, 20 plus years ago. Actually, 45 plus years ago. But why do I fear? Why do I hold on to this fear? The big book of Alcoholics Anonymous says that we fear when self-reliance has failed us. Can I identify with that in my life? Trying to be self-reliant, trying to keep everything in control, and then situations don't go necessarily as we want them to. People don't do what I want them to do. Situations don't go correctly, according to my estimation. And then I succumb to fear. The one word that is mentioned in all four of our scripture readings today that helps answer the question, why do I hold on to fear, is but. B-U-T. And what do you and I need today? We need the grace of God to simply knock the butt off. <laughs> We're introduced to the prophet Jeremiah in our first reading today, the reluctant prophet. And he himself, he protested to God in the first place when he was invited to be a prophet, claiming he was too young, but the Lord... The Lord assured him that it was going to be okay. Later, and that's the context we have of the reading we have today from Jeremiah, he had very real fears and he's complaining to the Lord because people were genuinely trying to kill the guy, which is what happens to, well, all prophets who testify to the Lord, all prophets who speak the truth. We don't want to hear the truth all the time, and so we're tempted to get rid of the truth by getting rid of the prophets. But he perseveres again. By God's grace, the fear that he was experiencing was turned into faith. And Jeremiah utters his own important word, his own important but. But, he says, the Lord is with me like a dread warrior. And he remembers that the Lord chose him. Do not be afraid, the Lord said when he chose Jeremiah. I am with you. And so Jeremiah, again, he declares himself for God. To you, I have committed my cause. Life is hard. Life is challenging. And the temptation, I believe, in all of our lives, okay, I'll speak for myself, the temptation in my life is to live in the butt of fear. Sounds kind of weird. <laughs> it's the, not B-U-T-T. The butt, the butt, B-U-T, the butt of fear. That temptation is very real. And instead, the Lord is offering us his incredible mercy and grace today that when we call on him, the fear that we can experience, the vast majority of which never even happens, but we want to entertain it, that is changed into faith. And we are... Uh, to say again, we are able then to knock the butt 
off. The psalmist that we have in our psalm today, we're looking at Psalm 69 for your reference, he cries to God that he, he is suffering for his zeal. He's experiencing reproach. He's feeling shame. He, he, he feels as always an outsider, not a part of, apart from. He says, I'm a stranger to my own brothers and sisters. But, he says, there's that word, but as for my prayer, I make it to you, O Lord. And he speaks about, relies upon the, the steadfast love of God, God's help, God's abundant mercy. And so he says, zeal for your house has consumed me. And the same dynamic is at play here. Suffering, disappointment, setbacks can indeed lead us, lead me, to the but of fear. And fear takes over, which is the opposite of faith. Fear. Forget everything and run. False evidence appears real. Instead, I want to open my heart to receive the gift of faith. Faith. Finally admit I trust him. These are all acronyms you've heard me use in the past. And God offers us his help to live in faith instead of fear. And so we're able then to, once again, knock the butt off. <laughs> and then the Lord and the gospel. Well, first of all, we have the gospel acclamation. The gospel acclamation reminds us that we are all called to testify. And the Lord Jesus and the gospel we have today, we're in Matthew's gospel, this being the year A of the liturgical three-year cycle. The gospel is our call, our call to go out and to evangelize, to proclaim what we have heard, to testify to whom we have had an experience that the Lord sends us out to the byways and the highways, to the places of our regular everyday life to testify to Jesus from the rooftops, elevated, the sound carries to those who need to hear it. And Jesus, he states his own but in the gospel we have today. But, he says, whoever denies me before others, I will deny them before my Father in heaven. And so, we can have these legitimate fears, especially about being an evangelist, especially about testifying to our faith, especially about witnessing in the public square, being you know, visible to others as a walking billboard for Jesus, which is what we want to do, but we can have these fears. And so how, again, do we overcome them? How do we move from fear to faith? Well, we trust in the threefold encouragement of Jesus in today's gospel. Three times, the Lord says, in various different ways, wordings, do not be afraid. He says, first of all, fear no one. Everything will be made known and will be available to us to get the job done, to do what the Lord is asking us to do when we understand and appreciate that we need his power. I want to tap into God's power to do what it is he would have me do and have the humility to put aside my own particular plans. Think of a, a day in our life. Maybe we start out well, but things kind of go a bit sideways. 
Well, you know what? We can start our day over anytime we want. Just press the, the alarm button. Okay, you know what? It's, it's a brand new time here. I'm starting my day all over again. Let's go, Jesus. I need your help. Cry out to the Lord. Do I believe that he will guide me? Do I believe that he will inspire me to say what I need to say, when it needs to be said, and to whom it needs to be said? So, fear no one, the Lord says. He goes on in the gospel to say again, do not fear. Like, no earthly punishment, no earthly frustration, no earthly embarrassment or anxiety can compare in terms of pain to eternal damnation, eternal separation from the Lord, from not living according to his law, not living according to his will, but instead living according to our own will, making ourselves God, putting God up on the shelf. So if that is something we can identify with, we don't want to take God down from the shelf and place him in the center of our hearts. If I can identify with what's been said thus far about the living in the, the butt of fear, but I can't do that, but I can't do this, but I'm no good, but no one will listen, but, 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 which just leads to fear. Just knock the butt off and trust in the Lord. And thirdly, the Lord says again, do not be afraid. Let's live a life based on the certainty of his love and his concern for us. That God knows us. God loves us so much. The gospel says that even the hairs in our head have been counted. And some people have made that counting a lot easier. <laughs> Not necessarily me. There's a few, a few more hairs in my head than some other heads. Anyway, the point is we are called not to be afraid. That's the common denominator in all of this. Fear, self-pity, complaint, anxiety, frustration. It all comes when we, when I try to do everything ourself, myself. I want to knock that off. I want to say, Lord, give me your grace to knock the butt off and live in faith. Stop living behind all the butts. I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm not smart enough. I don't know. I'm not going to succeed. I don't know how to do it. Blah, 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 blah. Knock it off and say, Lord, what would you have me do? Lord, I have fears. I want to surrender those fears over to you, whatever they might be. And again, most of them never even happen. And instead, Lord, I want to live in faith. The faith that I am a beloved daughter, I am a beloved son, that you have purchased me, Jesus. You have died on the cross to save me, Jesus. And I want to put you at the center of my life. I give you permission, Lord. All my searching, all my work, all my activities based on me have left me hungry and angry and lonely and frustrated and fearful. I don't want to live that way anymore, Jesus. That is the perfect prayer to cry out to the Lord. And he hears us and he answers us and he infuses us with the gift of his faith. Faith, finally admit, I trust him. Not by what we necessarily do, but more importantly, by what we accept, whom we accept, Jesus. Now, I did say 
at the beginning of this podcast. Need some more coffee here. Voice getting a bit dry. I did say that there was a word in all four of our scripture readings, and that word is but. But, <laughs> there's number five, but, or however, or instead, or in place of, I am going to point out something different in our second reading. This is, this is the extension of, of the excerpt we have today from Romans chapter 5, specifically verses 15 to 19. Five times in those verses, Romans 5, 15 to 19, St. Paul talks about the free gift. When we live in the but of fear, we cut ourselves off from the free gift. That free gift is the gift of salvation. We can't buy it. We can't earn it. We don't deserve it. We accept it. We accept this free gift. It's like Christmas Day or birthday. It's like someone gives us a gift. We want to open it. We want to see what's inside. We don't put it over to the side and say, well, you know what, I'll get around to that sometime later and, you know, forget about it entirely. No, we tear off the paper, rip open the box and see what's inside. So when we live again in the, the butt of fear, we cut ourselves off from the free gift of salvation. That's the gift. And others are then denied hearing, knowing, experiencing the good news, that is the gospel, through us. Because of my own fear. Oh, I don't know if I can do that. Oh, I'm not very good. Oh, no one listened to me, etc. You know, the whole litany, right? We've got to knock it off, knock the butt off, and say, Lord, instead, I open my heart. I say yes to you. And I accept into my life the gift of faith, which is the opposite of fear. And then, when I'm living in faith, confident that it's the Lord who is motivating me, the Lord who is moving me forward, the Lord who is empowering me to know and do and carry out His will every day in my life, then I am able to both hear, to proclaim, to witness to the good news. And then we become evangelizers. That's how you and I do as Jesus directed us to do, to proclaim the good news from the rooftops. It doesn't necessarily mean we have to literally get on our roof of the house or the condominium or a cottage or whatever it is or the SUV we're driving, get on the roof and start shouting out the name of Jesus. We have ample opportunities every day from the very moment the alarm goes off in the morning to testify and witness to others that Jesus does indeed make a difference in our life. And with Jesus in my life, all things are possible because I'm relying on his grace, his mercy, his love, his power, his peace, and I knock the butt off and I don't want to live in fear. I want to live in faith. So I think I've, I think I've made my point. <laughs> yeah, you're going to remember this one for a long time. <laughs> knock, the, knock the butt off. Okay, we better pray here. First, I'll have some more coffee. 
Okay. So, Lord, thank you for the gift of humor. Okay, so Lord, here we are before you, just as we are. You know, Lord, you know all the fears, the worries, the hesitations, the concerns, the stuff that weighs us down, Lord. You know, you know all that. We don't need to remind you of it. But we just come before you, Lord Jesus, and we say, Lord, we give you permission to wipe all that away, to take it all away, Lord. Help us, Jesus. Faith is a gift. We accept the gift of faith into our life. Infuse us, Lord Jesus. Stir up inside of us, Jesus. However you want to, all the gifts that you've already imbued us with, Lord, in our baptism and our, our confirmation. Jesus, we want to be your instruments in the world. Sure, Lord, we don't always know how to do it. We don't always know where to start. But Lord, help us to be attentive to your promptings, your inspirations, Lord, your movements. And Lord, help us to rely upon your strength to step out to step out in faith and to come to see that all that we worried about, all that we were afraid of, most of it, the vast majority of it, never even happens. And even the stuff that does happen, Lord, it doesn't mean you have forgotten us or abandoned us. It does mean, Lord, that you are right there with us because even you, Jesus, experience difficulties and setbacks and frustrations in your life. And you lived in complete conformity with your Father's will. It's part of the human experience, Lord Jesus. And it helps us to grow. Lord, we give you permission in the next days, next weeks, to send us where you have us go. Tell us what you would have us say. Inspire us, Lord Jesus, to be witnesses to the truth of you, Jesus, as the Lord and Savior of our life and how that makes a world of difference. No guarantee life's going to be easy, but there is the guarantee, Lord, that you are always with us in every time and circumstance of our life. Mother Mary and St. Joseph and our own guardian angels, patron saints, please pray for us. We want to be evangelizers. We want to proclaim the name of Jesus using any and every means at our disposal to those whom we meet every day. Amen. Okay, well, God bless you. Remember, stay caffeinated. We are powerful when we surrender, and victory is indeed gained through surrender. It's all about surrendering to the Lord. Thank you very much for watching, for listening. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new and share this with all your in-laws and your outlaws. <laughs> and may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. See you next time.